From the Talking Disney Studios in Cheyenne, Wyoming, Logan, Utah, and Las Vegas, Nevada, this is the Talking Disney Podcast. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. And here are your hosts. I'm Jason. And I'm Cody. And I'm James. And welcome to episode 64 of the Talking Disney Podcast. I'm your host, Jason, and I am here once again with my co-hosts, Cody and James. What's going on, guys? What? 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 what, Jason? (laughs) I like the enthusiasm. I I don't know what I was going to say, but whatever it was just completely left my head. (laughs) So Cody's excited tonight. Oh. <laughs> he's excited to hear some of his uh the his answers from his last cody's corner that we're going to share later on so yes yeah. very excited for cody's corner yeah cody's corner come on into cody's corner oh yeah yeah, you got to finish that theme song so we can yeah, record I'm it. Yeah, still working on it. Once you're done, let me know. We'll jump on. We'll record it, and then yeah. Thanks for editing that out of the last one too, by the way. <laughs> I didn't edit it out. I know you did it. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's the sarcasm. <laughs> I actually, I actually kind of forgot about it. Uh, yeah. And then and once I'm I listening, hit, I'm like, oh. Once come I on. hit, once I hit publish, I was like, oh crap! I was supposed to edit who's, that out. Who's editing shows, this thing? Shows how much editing he's doing. <laughs> No wonder he's like, man, it took me like 10 minutes to edit tonight. It's like, yeah, you downloaded, uploaded, and published. (laughs) Oh, Oh, shoot. I thought it was great. I thought it was great. So let's just get right into it tonight. Um, Let's do it. We're going to, I'm going to, I don't know if you want to call it venting or ranting or I'm not a big rancher, but I guess as I'm getting older, I, I rant a lot. I feel a nickname so. coming on. What is it? No, I don't need rant, no man. That sounds no. like a good fit for you. That was that's somebody else. That's somebody else <laughs> in the podcast we used to listen to. But he's uh, long gone, and, and I feel like yeah. you are rising from his ashes. No, not at all, not at all. So we're skipping this section then. If you're going to call me that, Jason uh, <laughs> Phoenix of ranting. No, so there was this article came out in the beginning of the month. What are we on the tenth now? Um, it was actually May 1st. This article was updated on May 2nd. Yeah. All it took was one day after the park <laughs> reopened. <laughs> park opened on April 30th, May 1st. There's some people from the San Francisco gate or sfgate.com uh, complaining about Disneyland Snow White ride. Um, <laughs> so their basic, they're, I mean, the, the article isn't that bad. And I mean, it does, it mentions it one time, you know, they talk about the new updated ride, how it is, very cool. I mean, it's got some great new scenes. I can't wait to ride it once I get there. Um, but then they go and they bring up the ending scene in the ride, which was changed. I, I want to say the old ride they had, uh, didn't they have the witch like falling or something and screaming or. Yeah. She and, got like struck by lightning and fell off the cliff. Yeah. And apparently it was scary for kids. So uh, they, they have updated the ride and they, at the very end of the ride, the last scene is, Snow White in her deep sleep, uh, laying on the, whatever it is, the 
not really a bed, but uh, a platform or whatever it is. And the prince is about to give her a kiss. And in, you know, in the story, she's awakened by true love's first kiss. So they're complaining that this kiss, although ultimately saved her life, was not consensual. Uh, she didn't approve of the kiss. And oh my, oh my goodness. Uh, granted, it was it was only one article, but it I mean it made its way around the internet and people were blasting it. I I honestly didn't see too many people defending it on the Facebook pages that I was on. Um, right. For the most part, they were saying you know it's it's a freaking story, it's a fairy tale. Um, get over it. Um, so <laughs> before we talk about anything else, I was mentioning James and Cody earlier, if anybody that's listening comes across me and I'm in a deep sleep and I can't wake up, feel free to lean down and give me a kiss to wake me Pucker up. Pucker up, baby. Pucker up. Uh, you have my consent, uh, whoever you are. So, um, so yeah, uh, one of the Imagineers did respond a couple of days, actually almost a week later, a uh, longtime Disney Imagineer, a guy named Jim Scholl responded to the overwhelming backlash that has been circling. And really the, the backlash was one article, but, but uh, it, it was, it got passed around and that got, I mean, I've, I've it seen made headlines all yeah, over. I seen it talked about on CNN, MSNBC, Fox news. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, here's, it says the original ride ended, uh, included the evil queen falling to her death. So, uh, but he basically said in a tweet, I uh, said, so Jim Show, allowing for the fact that cultural changes occur over decades, it must be acknowledged that in the context of the tale on which the film is based, that the right is accurate. People are, of course, allowed to dislike the story, but the Imagineering team did a spectacular job. Hashtag Disney. So uh, it's in the story. It's a fairy tale. All Relax. I know is, Jason, when I'm there for New Year's Eve, you better not take a nap on the couch, because if so, I'm just going to scream, it's consensual! <laughs> That's I a party will. I'm not missing. <laughs> I will not take naps around James. And out of the out of the two of us, if anybody's going to be taking a nap, it will be you, buddy. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a fair point. That is true. I, I want to throw something in there. You got to at least check my pulse first. <laughs> if there's a pulse. Leave me alone. <laughs> so yeah, so that's the that's the the controversy in the last ten days or so. And really, like I said, one article from SFGate.com by. Who are these authors? Uh, what are their names? Julie Sweet. Tremaine and Katie Dowd, uh, whoever they are. Um, well, they sound like a bunch of wonderful ladies. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, there it is. So, I mean, yep. you guys, I, I don't, I don't know if you have any thoughts about it, or we could just move on. I just, no, I, I, I just think it's ridiculous. Think it's, yeah, I think there's yeah. a very small percentage of people that have actually gone to the park and have ridden the ride that are upset about it. Because the thing is everybody knows the story. Yeah. Right. Then don't watch the story. Don't ride the ride. And it wasn't like this ending that they changed is a surprise or a shock to anybody while the park was closed and they were giving updates about this attraction specifically. Kim Irvine did a video and said specifically that the grand finale was going to be the true love's kiss scene. And nobody freaked out then. 
Yeah. And I'm sure there's people that go after Disney specifically or, or fairy tales specifically for these non-consensual true love kiss things. But like, I have not seen it being brought up like this ride has. And so maybe, just, maybe they need a warning at the beginning of the ride. Like they have on Disney plus. <laughs> yeah. They have to sign a consent form to ride. It wasn't uh, right then. It's and not it's, right now. Yeah. Which once we get to our movie that we talk about today, this one does have the warning on the beginning. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it just should say warning. This movie's not worth your time. Uh, Don't watch. I, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. No, I think the whole thing's just yeah. silly. Yeah, it's, it's just silly. Just and it's silly unfortunate silly. because it's. Uh, I mean, and yeah, what, I, what are we, I don't. I don't know. What are we going to do? I'm let's speechless. Just, I'm speechless. Let's no. just do away with everything. Yeah. You know, just yeah. do away with everything. There's somebody that's going to be offended by something, right. no matter what it is. Yep. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to be offended tomorrow. I don't know what for, but I'll yeah. find something. I'll let you guys know. <laughs> so, yeah. So apparently it's a big problem on the ride, but I, I'm excited to ride the ride. Once I, once I get to go, I'm, I'm I heard they, they did a really good job. Kind of like when they uh, updated Peter Pan a few years ago. Yeah. Um, you know, technology and supposed to look awesome. I'm sure maybe they'll get to the other dark rides in fantasy line and, Give them a little update or a little, uh, a little freshening up. Um, so we will yep. see. James will have to let us know when he finally gets to go because he's probably the next <laughs> one that gets to go. I'm going in June. Yeah, he maybe. Helps. Maybe I'm, bo- <laughs> I'm boycotting for a while. Yeah, till they get rid of the Snow White ride. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Speaking just of going kidding. in June, have you guys been following it all? hearing anything about whether or not they're requiring IDs. I mean, I've been looking for it and yeah. it seems like no one wants to talk about it is, well, here, the, we'll is move, the feel that I get. Oh, sorry. We'll move, we'll, we'll move our updates from Disneyland resort COVID slash mass thing to right now. James could talk about it. Okay. Uh, so, so like I've been actively looking for and trying to find, and it seems like anybody that talks about it gets shut down real quick. Like, Oh, like the groups that I've seen them on, they say, oh, we're not condoning anyone that that suggests uh, skirting the rules of Disneyland and they right. they just shut them down. <laughs> it's like, are they either? Yeah, are they asking for IDs or they're not. And I saw someone post the other day, you know, uh, I don't have an ID. We just moved here. And someone else posted um, a post a screenshot of a chat with a cast member where they were asking what they needed. And the cast member responded, uh, you need a government issued ID. Um, or if not, if you don't have that, just bring any type of bill with your name on it, showing your California address, some type of proof of residency. Yeah. And then someone right after that posted, they're not checking IDs. (laughs) I've heard, but then you go back and try to find the post and it's like, like they're actively, like trying to not get this mm-hmm. stuff out there and people that are talking about doing it. I mean, they, they, they kill you in the comments. Like you're the worst person right. in the world. If you are out of state and thinking about going to Disneyland, how dare you think about <laughs> going when it's for California residents only at this point. And they all hope that it lasts at least through the end of the year. Yeah. <laughs> they uh, they want ahead. their special treatment Yeah, yeah. because most of them are pass holders. 
Yeah. Not all California residents, but a large percentage of the people going right now and that are going frequently are people that used to be pass holders in that local area. Right. And they want their special treatment because as of right now, there is no kind of annual pass holder program. Those people are no longer getting any special perks. You know, they have to buy a ticket every day they want to go and it's costing them on average a hundred, 110 bucks, you know? And so if they go five times, that's already half the cost of what their pass used to be Yeah, where they could go 50 times. Right. Yeah, from what I've seen, I've seen people say they had their ID checked. I've seen some say they didn't have their ID checked. I mean, if you want to risk it and try to go, I mean, I'm I'd probably be the one to get there, and they'd be like, "Where's your ID?" Yeah. So, um, well, you know what, the fake ID thing, I think, is probably pretty risky for me to try to do. <laughs> However, photoshopping a power bill with my name on it. It's very it's easy. Not so far out of reach. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what the laws are about that particularly. Yeah. What I've seen is, you know, uh, there was this YouTuber that I watch pretty regularly. People were asking him, and, and he answered the question directly. He didn't skirt around the issue. His ID every time that he's gone, and I think he's gone three or four times since the parks opened, uh, a little over a week ago. His ID has not been checked once. Right. Hasn't even been asked for it. Right. Um, he, however, he has seen other people's IDs being checked. Okay. And as far as he can tell, it's not every person. It doesn't even seem to be at like any kind of interval. Like you know, it's like every 10 or, people yeah. you have to ask, you know, it doesn't right. seem like there's any kind of rule like that. Because he said he sat and watched for a while to see if he could pick up on any kind of a pattern or anything. Um, he says it seems like there is something that prompts the cast member at the turnstile to ask a person. And he doesn't know what that prompting is. I, I don't think it's something that actually like comes up on their console, their their computer. Um right. I think it's it's something visual or something that happens in the conversation or if there's an issue with their ticket. I don't know. Uh, and he, he didn't know either. Um, but he definitely seemed like majority of people are getting in without IDs being checked. And there's just something that's happening on occasion that is creating the situation for you to have to show an ID. Did he happen like, to mention if he saw anybody get turned away? Didn't mention that. No. So maybe they didn't had mentioned that. So maybe they just happened to be California <laughs> residents and they were like, oh, okay, they figured out whatever the issue was. I don't know. Um, yeah. But I would, you know, wear an LA Kings hat and a San Jose jersey. <laughs> and, you know, if you wear you know, an Anaheim Ducks, Ducks hat, you'll get in your, <laughs> you know, do, don't sell, sell it, James. Don't come in your Vegas Golden Knights gear. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to specifically for the last day have a t shirt made up. And wear a, a sweatshirt over it and take it off as I'm walking out that says, I live in Nevada. Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if I'd risk that. They may not let you come back again. Yeah, whatever. They'll let me come back. If they start to approach me, I'll just start running. <laughs> you, get a, you get a fake I'll ID say, from California with the name McLovin on it. Yeah. I'll, I'll start running and say, leave me alone. My name's Cody Jackson. <laughs> 
James is running out of the park. Can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man. Yeah. <laughs> uh. It's funny because, I mean, as you're talking about this guy saying that something prompts them, uh-huh. I mean, all, all of our accounts, I mean, Disneyland has been doing, and Disney World has been doing this for a while, where you have to have an account to log into the apps. And in that yeah. account, you have a profile, and your profile has a mailing address and a billing address. So I know in my account, it says you know, Las Vegas. Yeah. But so there's nothing I'm, that like, it actually verifies that you could change it and put some random address in California in there. Right. Right. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, because just, just for the week you're there. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. Just for the week you're there, change the address. Yeah. When they ask me, do you see your, I need to see your ID. Your profile says something different. I'll say, <laughs> let me check on that real quick. <laughs> I'll just change it. <laughs> Try, try checking it now. <laughs> as uh, as much as I don't want you to go, because I can't go, I think you, I think there's a good chance you get in just fine. Yes, I um, think so too. But there is that small chance. I know that they'll just- say. I hope you're having a magical day. Can I see your ID, please? <laughs> and I'll just be like, what? <laughs> huh? <laughs> No oh, idea. I left it in I left it in my car because I heard you weren't checking. But just in case, I brought this power bill. <laughs> <laughs> I happen to have one folded up in my wallet. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll see in about five weeks or so. We'll see what happens. How long do you have to live in California to be considered a resident? I, I, no I want to say California is either 30 or 60 days and you have to have a California driver's license. Mm. So, cause I I'll know when I just stay at prim for like 30 days and yeah. commute to work, be like, I've been living in California for 30 days. Yeah. yeah. Do they got a post office box in prim or prim or actually it's, it would be a, cause that's still Nevada, ain't it? Prim Nevada or yeah. well state line. What's, yeah. Uh, uh, what's on the other side? Yeah, I don't know. Um, Is there like a post office there where you can just get a P.O. box? Yeah, like, I don't know. Here's my P.O. box. So. Yeah. Like in Baker or something? I don't know. Baker you might be out to, but yeah. who'd want to live in Baker? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't even like to drive through there. They have the world's tallest thermometer. <laughs> that didn't work for the longest time. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, that's All right, so Every time maybe- I drive past there, I'm like, why does Anybody live here? Yeah, I know. I mean, somebody There's somebody has to because they have to work at the the fast food places and the gas stations. The one fast food place and the one gas station. Oh, they got more than that, don't they? Don't they have like an Arby's and a? I don't know. There's Taco a bunch Bell. of abandoned buildings there. There is a bunch of uh, abandoned buildings. So yeah. <clears throat> so things are starting to opening back up at the Disneyland Resort. That could be a clue to when possibly they're going to be allowing non-California residents in. Uh, yeah. So Cody, did you want to, did you have that article? Did you want to talk about it? Disney parks blog? Yeah. So Disney parks blog on Thursday, May 6th posted that the paradise pier hotel will be reopening on June 15th and that m- more restaurants are going to be returning to the grand Californian hotel and spa. So yeah, June fifteenth, uh, with limited capacity, Paradise Pier Hotel will reopen. Uh, guests can also look forward to the return of some favorite dining locations, including Napa Rose and Storytellers Cafe, starting on May twenty eighth. 
um, at the Grand Californian. Disneyland Hotel still is set to reopen at a later date. At this point in time, we don't know exactly when that will be. I did see in the article that they posted that... Um, where is it? I want to make sure I get the date right. Oh, on May 28th, which is um, the same day. What else did I just say that was on May 28th? Oh, the same day that Napa Rose and Storytellers opens, reopens. They're going to reopen the special entrance to Grand Cal- to DCA mm-hmm. via the Grand Californian Hotel. Right there by or close to Napa Rose and Storytellers around the bend there. So that entrance for hotel guests will reopen on May 28th. Okay. Nice. So if you guys had to guess when <laughs> they're going to allow non-California residents back, what what are you guessing? I'm going with June 15th. I'm going to go. You're going to add the only reason that to warrant opening up an additional hotel. Not necessarily, but it sounds like a good date to me. I think they're going to announce it on, May 28th, that it's going to be opening on June 15th. I think it's going to be June 21st. So about a week later? Yep, the following Monday. Okay. Just so you can give a different answer. Oh, let me change it to June 16th, because June 16th, actually that's (laughs) April. What's the... I'm going to go June 18th then, the Friday. June 18th, the Friday? yeah. I wasn't thinking that 15th was a Tuesday, so. You know what? I'm actually going to change. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to stick with the 21st. 21st, That's my, that's my guess. Let the, let the California residents get one last weekend alone. Yeah. Before their time is spoiled. On Father's Day. Mm. For all those whiny dads down in California. (laughs) All right. (laughs) We don't. We don't want anyone else coming to our park. <laughs> oh, sorry. Are we still recording? <laughs> Dang it. Dang it. <laughs> All right. Then along with the hotel opening back up, Paradise or not, yeah, Paradise Pier and some of the food places at Grand California, there's some food locations that are going to be opening back up for, I think, what would you say, reservations and stuff, James? Yes. Or just just reopening in general. So I'll let reopening you talk about in, that. Reopening in general, and I think yeah. a couple of them were already talked about with Cody, uh, the Napa Rose Storytellers Cafe. But the big one that I'm excited about is Blue Bayou opening May 27th. Online reservations available May 18th. So I've already set a timer for myself. I will be trying to get reservations to Blue Bayou for that weekend that we're there. So I'm excited mm-hmm. about that one because they didn't really have. It didn't really seem very hopeful that it was going to be very soon, at least in my mind, that they'd be reopening Blue Bayou anytime soon. So I'm kind of excited that it's just a couple in a couple of weeks it'll be open. Yeah. Yep. And I what love, was, I love Blue Bayou. What were some of the other ones on there? Uh, oh, Paradise Garden Grill. Paradise Garden Grill. That's and, opening in like three days. Yeah. The May 13th. Uh, GCH Craftsman Bar. What is that? I don't even it's know what new. that is. Yeah, it says new. So. Let's see. Let's see where the link takes me. Is that in that's Napa? that is attached to or you know adjacent to the pool at the Grand Californian. Oh, okay. okay. It's an outdoor venue, uh, located next to the pool. Gotcha. gotcha. Yep. 
There's a picture of it right there. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. There you go. So something I something I, I was gonna bring up when you talk about the updates, um, the IDs and all that. Um, if you are looking for actual factual information about what's <laughs> going on at Disneyland uh-huh. Resort, uh, call the Disneyland Resort. <laughs> don't uh, don't show up to Disneyland because you heard they weren't checking IDs and then get turned away. Are, uh, are you directing this at me, Jason? No, no, not no. <laughs> Because yes. I think by the time by the yes. time your by the time your uh, reservation or whatever your reservations are ready, I think it's yeah. going to be open to California residents. So. Yes, I think so too. So, but yeah, a lot of people ask a lot of silly questions. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's funny. Yeah, I saw I saw one person post the other day that they were trying to buy tickets, but they couldn't figure out how the AP uh, discount worked for them getting their tickets. <laughs> It's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, you think if they were an AP, that they'd be a little bit more in the know. Yeah. You would think so. But. That there is no annual pass holder discount on buying single day tickets. And there never was. Right. 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 Yeah. My sister even, she she sent me a text. She just got back. Well, she went to Tokyo Disneyland a couple weeks ago. And um, I guess right after she got done, they they changed some things with Tokyo and they were actually going to be a little more stricter. I guess they had an outbreak of COVID or something like that, but um, they have a Tokyo Disney resort page, I guess on Facebook. And somebody asked a question about reserving, uh, like stay at a hotel there. If you got tickets to go with the hotel room. And at the time she bought the tickets, that was the case. If you reserved a room at the Tokyo Disneyland hotel, you then were able to get tickets. Well, they changed that after she went there because of the COVID breakout. So she answered the question when she went, that's how it was done. And then somebody got on and told her, no, you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> they're not doing that. And so it's, it's not just American Disney. It's Japan, Japanese Disneyland. It's probably Disneyland Paris. There's all kinds of people. It's, it's uh, just people. So people are crazy. Yeah. They need to smile. They need a little more joy in their life. I know. They need to have a Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Like, like well, I'm enjoying right now. I don't know about that because Dr. Pepper's gross. No. What? No. I hate Dr. Pepper. Oh. I guess because your hate, taste buds have been singed by Pepsi. Hate's okay. a pretty strong word, but yeah. you know. all the all that acid in Pepsi has just destroyed what's, your taste buds. What's yeah. those what's those famous words from that guy named James? Oh yeah, I'd agree with you, but then we'd both be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's kinda like that. What? Who said that? <laughs> That guy sounds like a real jerk. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. All right. You guys got any more Disney news or anything that you saw in the last couple weeks? You know, speaking of people, let me just tell you one other story. It's something I saw today. This this girl, she looks like a young girl, and she takes a picture with uh, presumably her boyfriend. They're they're on the, uh, the entrance to... Uh, Pixar Pier there in front of the Mickey's wheel and you know you see the the roller coaster back there I can't think of the name of it I'm thinking California Scream the Incredicoaster Incredicoaster yeah yes anyways they're there and there's no one else in the picture but they take a there's a picture of them with their masks off and there's no they're nowhere to be found they're not holding them in their hands but and and it's just captioned feels so good to be home 
So I look at that and I think, oh great, this is going to be hilarious. I look at the, I look at the comments. There's like, it's been on there for like thirty minutes, maybe forty minutes. There's like over two hundred comments, and I'm like, oh, I got to stop and read some of this stuff because, in my mind, I see that picture. And it's like, there's no context at all. I mean, she says it's good to be home, so obviously she's referring to the fact that she's back in the park. But when was the picture taken? Was it taken today? I mean, I know that they're being very strict about no masks. It could have been taken before. The pandemic started, who knows? But people were ripping her apart as being the most selfish, crazy, insane person taking a picture without a mask. And it's just so crazy and hilarious to me that people just feel the need to just attack people. (laughs) It's like, holy cow, relax. (laughs) So anyways, my rant's over for that. (laughs) I, uh, I saw that picture too. And I had to do a double take on it because I was like, I, I read the caption. I was like, feels so good to be home. And I was like, the caption implies that they've returned to the park after mm-hmm. the closure. And this is probably the first time they've been to the park since it's reopened. That's something you would say on your first day back. Right. But then you look at the picture and it's like, okay, no masks. Disney world. You can do that. You can remove your right. mask for a photo. Right. At Disney World, but that's as of right now not permitted in Disneyland. Right. And yeah, they're not holding it like they tried to pull a fast one and pull them off real quick for a picture. No. So then, because uh, I had the exact same thought, because I've seen people post pictures and videos of past trips on these groups, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, so it's not like every picture, every video you see right now is with people with masks on because people are posting old stuff. Right. And so I didn't even think about looking at the comments, but I can only imagine based on other (laughs) things I've seen elsewhere. It was horrible. Horribly funny, I guess, because that stuff cracks me up. So because I mean, I mean, you when you were going to downtown Disney, you know, way before touch of Disney, I think Mm -hmm. that you took your mask off for a little while and, you know, like a couple (laughs) of minutes and it was like vultures yeah, on you. that guy that guy was beelining it towards me i was taking a, taking a picture of me and the duck behind me and i looked up and this guy is like headed right for me i was like oh shoot <laughs> you're, you're you're fumbling with your mask trying to get it on quick yeah. no i just <laughs> no i just grabbed the pretzel bites and just started eating, eating it. Yeah. <laughs> just walk around with the pretzel bite in your mouth hanging yeah. out halfway out i'm eating oh something related to disney news uh disneyland they have increased capacity. So the question is, were they not when they initially reopened during the first week, were they not at the full 25% that they were allowed to be at? Because the tier system hasn't changed since it's reopened. They're still within the same tier. So it's still 25% capacity, but days that were previously sold out last week, have now been opened up on the calendar and people can buy tickets for those days and make reservations for those days. Uh, So the capacity on those days have increased. So the question is what capacity were, was it like that first weekend, that first week? um, And now what is it now? Right. Because they had the ability to open at 25% capacity Mm-hmm. but they can still dictate how many people they have in the park. 
Right. So it's, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. yeah. And meanwhile, Disney World just continues to keep opening more and more. I don't know about their capacity. I think they're still at 35. Are they still at 35% for Disney World? I haven't heard a number recently, like for a while actually, but I can't imagine that they're not little by little bumping it up. I mean, yeah. why wouldn't they? With Because Florida as a state is wide open. No restrictions yeah. to be heard of anymore. The, the, their governor got rid of everything. Disney can do 100% capacity, no masks, well, no social distancing. I know they just recently took out their temperature screening. Mm-hmm. Um, they just announced they're going to start doing character dining again. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're going for it. Yep. Which I think is great. And you're going to be there. Yes, I'm going to be in Disney World in, in a couple weeks. Four and a half weeks. You going for how long? <laughs> um, we will be in the parks for three days. It'll okay, be three days. So we're going to go to Magic Kingdom two days and Hollywood Studios one day. We decided to do do it that way this time around. So cool. cool. Nice. Yeah, Jealous. should be fun. We're uh, we're excited to hear about it. tune in in five weeks to hear about james's trip to walt disney world (laughs) blah 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 no no that's awesome i can't i can't wait to go so (laughs) the only way it'd be better if is i was there so i'm I'm gonna get to disneyland two weeks later i'm gonna be they're gonna be getting my ticket also and cody's gonna pop up from behind a garbage can say he's not from here he's not from here Uh, <laughs> oh shoot! Well, all right. Well, that's all the news I got, guys. Anything else? I think uh, no. I think that's it. That's all I got. So, if you've been listening to us for the last couple months, we've been going through the Disney animated movie catalog, starting with Snow White. We've been watching the movies and talking about them, and we are now on number fifteen. Lady and the Tramp. I'll tell you a little bit about Lady and the Tramp, and then we'll get our thoughts, talk about our ratings, um, and then we'll go from there. So Lady and the Tramp was it premiered in Chicago on June 16, 1955. It made its general release on June 22, 1955, and it's basically the story of a an American Cocker Spaniel named Lady who lives a pretty good life, refined upper-middle-class family, uh, suddenly they have a baby and, uh, she's kind of out in the cold and she meets a mutt named tramp and they embark on this romantic love story. Um, it was generally a box office success when it was first released, although the critics did, uh, give it a lot of negative reviews. It actually made money, um, when it was released. Yeah, I think... I think it cost $4 million to make. Uh, I think when it was initially released, I want to say the number 6.8 million pops into my head um, as far as uh, what it made. Um, so that's that's a first um, in a long time. Um, it's actually spawned a sequel, a direct-to-video sequel, Lady in the Tramp 2, Scamps and Venture, and a live-action remake uh, that... Uh, premiered on Disney Plus on November 12th called A Lady in the Trap, which I have not seen yet. Maybe I should check it out. Um, I have not seen it either. Yeah, uh, I've seen parts of it, but not the whole thing. Cody, have uh, you seen that one? No, the I have act, not. The, okay. 
No. no. Um, it was one of the things I actually thought I would watch when Disney Plus debuted. A year and a half. And just never. Yeah, I never. Just never did it, huh? Just yeah. never did it. So it starred the voices of Barbara Luddy as Lady, the American Cocker Spaniel. Larry Roberts as Tramp, a Schnauzer mix. Uh, Bill Thompson as Jock, the Scottish Terrier. Bill Balcom as Trusty, the Bloodhound. Verna Felton as Aunt Sarah, which is Jim Deere's aunt. Uh, George Givett as Tony, the owner and chef of Tony's Italian Restaurant. Lee Miller as Jim Deere, which is the father. Peggy Lee as Darling, which is the mother. Uh, I'll have a little more on Peggy Lee later. Uh, Stan Freeberg as the beaver. Uh, Alan Reed as Boris, um, which is a male Borze. I'm not sure if that's how I say the name right. Thurl Ravenscroft as Al the Alligator. Dallas McKinnon as Tuffy, a stray male mutt from the pound. And the Mellow Man, which Thurl Ravenscroft was a part of, along with Bill Lee, Max Smith, Bob Hamlin, and Bob Stevens. They were the dog chorus um, in the movie. Wasn't um, uh, wasn't Mel Blank in this one too? <laughs> he was probably asked to do it, and he got cut. <laughs> he he actually in was he? Are you on Are you on IMDb? No, not right now. Oh yeah, it shows him as uncredited <laughs> one of the straight dogs. That poor guy, he couldn't get a break in the Disney movies. <laughs> He's like why did, uncredited, uncredited. Why did, why did Walt Disney hate him so much? I don't uh, know. So. And you mentioned Alan Reed. Everyone knows who Alan Reed is, right? Alan Reed, Alan Reed, Alan Reed. He, remind me. Fred Flintstone. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Awesome. I like Fred. There's my little little information about the movie. There you go. (laughs) It's actually the story of Lady in the Trap comes from a Cosmopolitan magazine article titled Happy Dan, the Cynical Dog. And it's kind of combined with uh, a story that was made up by Joe Grant back in 1937 uh, because the story was in 1945 in Cosmopolitan. Joe Grant uh, with Disney came up with a story back in the middle 30s that was kind of about his English Cocker Spaniel that kind of got pushed aside when he had a new baby. Uh, He approached Walt Disney with some sketches of it. Disney liked it. And then 1940, he saw this article, Happy Dan, the Cynical Dog, and kind of combined the two. Um, to become Lady and the Tramp. Uh, it was, like I said, released on, gener- generally released on June 22nd. Uh, oh, here I found it, earning an estimated $6.5 million. So oh. um, so it, it made a couple million. Um, it's been released a few times, or, or re-released, um, in theaters in 1962, 1972, 1980, and 1986. Played a limited engagement at Cinemark Theaters in February of 2013. It's been released on VHS cassette, Laserdisc in 1987, various um, DVDs and Blu-rays. Um, and it was in the Walt Disney Signature Collection, with which I collected. And they haven't made any recently since Disney Plus came out, but uh, that was released in 2018. So I, I think I own three versions of this movie. Um, along with Lady and the Tramp 2 Scamp's Adventure so like I said the the critics kind of blasted it but uh, over time it has it has become I guess what you would call one of the Walt Disney classics Um, I mentioned Peggy was it Peggy Lee earlier 
Yes. Um, yeah. She actually, uh, where, where'd my note go on here? She actually uh, wrote or recorded quite a few of the songs and a little tidbit. She actually sued Walt Disney or the Disney company later on in life when they started releasing these things on VHS and stuff saying that that was not in the contract and they weren't allowed to do that. Yeah. Uh, it went on for a while. They actually settled. Um, and I've seen various stories. She got 2.5 million or $3.8 million, uh, in the settlement. So either way she won, either way she won, she got a quite a bit of money. So, and she was a big star back then, right? She was like a yeah. big recording star. Yeah. I that's think a, I around this time. Is... I think Walt Disney started doing that a lot, taking well-known, yeah. um, you know, cause you put the name, the name on the, on the theater poster, people are going to want to go see it. So, yep. um, so yeah, that's, that's basically a uh, lady in the tramp. Um, what did you guys think of Lady and the Tramp? Who wants to start? I liked the movie. I thought it was good. Um, All right. As I watch it, I'm finding with a, a few of these movies that, like, they're classic movies. You know about them. You know what the story is. But I'm finding that I don't remember really ever watching this before, to be honest <laughs> with you. Like, I feel like I've probably watched it a few times. Um, but as I'm watching this, like, I really don't remember the storyline. It's like, I don't know what's going to happen right. next. What's, what's, what's going on. Um, not that I don't know what's going on with it, but you know, it's like, uh, just not real familiar to me. I mean, right. a lot of these, a lot of these that were made before I was born, I don't remember when I first saw them the first time. Yeah. And, and did yeah. I really see them or did I just see clips of them? And you know, going yeah. to Disneyland, hear music or et cetera. So, yeah, yeah, I, no, I feel that same way. You know, I mean, obviously there's, there's bits and pieces of it. I mean, the restaurant scene with the spaghetti is an iconic uh, part of the movie that still, I mean. Well, didn't you, didn't you uh, relive that scene or something last February? <laughs> yeah, I thought I saw a picture. Fact, I did. Yeah, <laughs> no, because the, the Disneyland after dark, when they do the sweethearts night. Uh, yeah. Uh, obviously we did that last year and the year before, I think it was. And yeah, this last year they had, they were passing out little, little cups with this, with a long spaghetti noodle. So you could sit in front of the, uh, the background and recreate the photo. So, I mean, even now, all these years later, that, that scene is still known for, you know, the romantic part of this movie. Mm -hmm. So, um, but no, I like the movie. I like the characters in it. You know, the dogs, their different personalities and stuff. And the, the story I thought was good. I, I thought it was a great movie. I thought it was good. Hmm. Cody? <laughs> Cody's <laughs> like, okay, James is an idiot, but okay. <laughs> uh, no, if you liked it, then that's great. Um, I did not like it, uh, but this one definitely... I wasn't really jazzed about watching this one. Um, and I almost was like, I know the movie. I've seen it. I'm just going to skip it and just wing it when we talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> like, I know the movie. But I was like, no, I'll watch it. So I watched it. And I just... Uh, I don't even know how to describe it. Did you did you like your memory of it better than you <laughs> when you rewatched it? <laughs> I don't even know if my memory of it is all that fond. I definitely know I watched it as a kid. Uh, I think it was one of the VHS tapes that I had when I was a kid. So I I definitely remember watching it as a kid. Um, 
I think the most I remember about it as a kid was the, the Siamese cats scaring the crap out of me as a kid. <laughs> and then obviously the iconic spaghetti scene, everybody knows that. Um, and then like, as I watched it, certain scenes or, or images would be familiar throughout the movie. And I pretty much knew the entire story. Like, I, I don't think I would have been all that lost in talking about it if I hadn't watched it again. But this, for whatever reason, this movie felt older to me than Peter Pan. I don't know if it was just the way it was animated or if it was just I didn't find the story as engaging. I'm not sure, but it felt older. It felt like this came out several years before Peter Pan. Peter Pan felt more lively, more colorful, more fun. Uh, I was just never really jazzed and I, I never got excited while i was watching this movie um so yeah that's that's my thoughts uh, it wasn't bad i didn't hate it um it's definitely not one of my favorites glad to have watched it again but yeah that's how i feel yeah, right. a few things i did forget to mention it was the first uh Disney film to be distributed by uh, their new distribution uh, company, Buena Vista. Uh, and it was the first uh, of the animated films to be filmed in CinemaScope, which if I remember correctly reading, they had already started to animate the movie when they decided to do it in CinemaScope. So they had to go back because it's a wider, a wider script, wider version. So they had to update some of the old uh, cells that they were working on at the time. So, um, yeah, whether this is true or not, uh, it is mentioned in a lot of places that in the film's opening scene, which Darling interrupts the hat box and there's a, you know, the dogs inside was inspired by Walt Disney and a gift that he gave his wife Lillian one year, um, that as a surprise, I guess he had forgotten the stories here, forgotten. He had a dinner date with his wife and offered her the puppy as kind of a gift in the hat box. So, um, if that's tied to the Hatbox Ghost on Haunted Mansion, I'm not sure, but uh, <laughs> I can't wait to go back. Uh, so yeah, I, whether true or not, it's on the internet, so 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 it must be true, right? It must be. It must be true. So I I like this movie. Um, like James said, I don't know if it's I like the memory of it or remember because I don't remember when I first saw it. I've I've watched it two times now, getting ready for this. And I watched it when I bought in 2018 when I bought the Walt Disney Signature Collection version of it. Uh, and if you do go on Disney Plus, they they do have some extras that you can watch, some deleted scenes that never made it. Um, there's a thing uh, you can sing along with the movie. You know, there's a Walt and his dogs eight minute clip which I haven't watched. And like we mentioned earlier, this is one of those that gives the content advisory um, from the beginning. Basically, this program includes negative depictions and and or mistreatment of people or cultures. And a, they're referring to the Siamese cat um, song section with the two Siamese cats. Uh, what are their yeah. names? Um, Cy and Am. Yeah, there you go. Because uh, that's what they were at first, but then it looks yeah. like they changed them at some point to oh, Nip did and they? Tuck or something like that. Nip yeah. and Tuck. I think so. Nip and Tuck. Yeah, oh my goodness, yeah. So, so what are your thoughts of that? What are your thoughts of that? 
I, I don't know. I, <laughs> when I when I'm watching it in the movie, it, granted, it is probably stereotypical. Uh, maybe a. I'm, I'm not going to say it's racist or anything. You know, it's a stereotype that's applied to a movie at the time back in 1955. Um, when I'm watching it, I'm not offended, but I'm not, I'm not Oriental, I guess. I don't know. Um, you don't know if you're Oriental or not? No, I know I'm not, but <laughs> I mean, like Cody said, I mean, he was that scared of that scene scared him when he was a kid. So, yeah. um, no, that's when I was a kid, I remember, like really liking that song. Like when it came right. on again, you know, you I was like, Oh, it. this is a, this is a cool song. I think yeah. it's, 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 uh, it's, it's good. I think I thought anyways, right. <laughs> till I read, till I read that I was wrong. <laughs> till somebody, somebody told you you were wrong. Yeah. Well, I, I, I was reading an article about it. Cause I was like, really like, I like still, I, I struggle with it because it's like, I understand the negative stereotypes and I don't want to try to be insensitive or anything like that. But it's like with that, it's like, they're Siamese cats. I mean, what the cats, cats reading, in general are shady. So yeah, I mean, it's kind of true that, I mean, they are so, but I was reading an article about it and it was talking about how it was negative, a, a negative stereotype because of the fact that they accented their teeth to make them look more uh, buck tooth and okay. that they accented uh, well, I think the fact that I think Peggy Lee is the one that sings the song. She did. She did voice the, she so, sings the songs and she voices the cats. Yeah. Right. So that's a problem as well. And then I think the, the other thing that the article said that where they really lost me was that the, the gongs in the music in the song promote a negative stereotype because it's, it's making fun of Oriental music. And I'm like, what? I don't like, know. Yeah, I feel- like you can't even have a gong in the song. <laughs> I, I think it helps establish its, uh, relativeness i mean yeah you know it it helps establish the fact that yes it's they're going for the oriental theme gongs are used in oriental music i i mean i'm not going to try and say that there's enough oriental in me to have a a just opinion on this but yeah that's true that's true yeah that's true yeah. My opinion doesn't mean much on this matter, but I, I just, I don't know. I like that song. I, I don't think it doesn't make me think negatively about anybody or any particular culture or race. I just, I, I, don't, I don't care for this song. It just, it doesn't do anything for me. It, I think it just helps make the cats creepier. Yes. Um, and I don't, um, the only thing like the only thing that I can see some people might say is why did they have to make the cats oriental? Like they could have made them tabby cats, calico cats. Why did they go with the Siamese cat? You know? Yeah. But then that was obviously a deliberate decision uh, for whatever reason. Right. But then the, what's the name of the one dog? What's his name? Jock or something like that. I mean, he's Scottish terrier. Scottish terrier. I mean, is that offensive because he's speaking with a, with an accent? I mean, oh, let's see. And and yeah, and why did they choose that dog? Why couldn't they have chosen an English bulldog or something? Right. I mean, when you get down, when you start going down that path, yeah, uh-huh. where where does it end? Where you do know? you draw the line? No, exactly. Yeah. 
and that's yeah. that's the argument to be made the other direction. It's for yeah. sure. It's I mean it's I don't know. To me, the, someday, the cats someday are just creepy. Everything's going to be offensive, so nothing will be offensive anymore. I guess. There I don't you know. go. There you so. go. I can see. I can see that they would be creepy. I I have different memories of them as a kid. I always like that song and and like that particular part of the movie. So it explains a lot about you. <laughs> now I know why you like sneaking up on people. It explains everything. Jumping out at people. You're just like a big old cat. Yeah. Shady like a cat. Yeah. All right. Like so a calico cat. Though. A calico cat. Yeah. yeah. Calico. Yeah, I don't want to don't be know. culturally insensitive. Maybe, maybe Siamese cats. I mean, I think my grandma used to own a Siamese cat. Uh, we we used to have a Siamese cat, yeah. or it was at least part Siamese cat. So. Yeah, really. Uh huh. And I don't know if that was offensive to the cat that it was only part Siamese, but it may have been. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only part Pacific Islander, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's talk about our ratings. What did we think of Lady and the Trap? I do have ratings for um, my Amber, one of our listeners, uh, and right. my wife. She gave me her ratings. All right. Um, so we'll share those after we share ours. Kind of tell Kaylee she's spending too much time with her boyfriend and not enough time not watching, enough time Disney, watching movies. Disney movies. I know. So I'll pass that on to her. Okay. Appreciate uh, it. So I'll start. I'll start with mine. Um, I like. I mean, I like a lot of the songs. I like just the, the music in general in the in the in the movie. Hey, Kaylee, oh. Kaylee just walked in. I'll pass it on oh, to Cody. Cody said you need to stop spending so much time with the boyfriend and start watching more Disney movies so you can give some ratings. Yes, make I it happen. But you never tell me what your ratings are. Well, so I don't like rating them. she don't like rating them. She I like them. why? I don't think she's doing much watching. Why? Because they're all great to her. She doesn't want to make any of them feel bad. See, see that that's, that's how it. you know she's not watching them. Yeah, that's a that bogus is how answer, you know. Really. That is yeah. a bogus answer. That's exactly they, what I would have said before we started this process too. They agree with you. They think you're right. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> she can't hear a word you guys are saying. So, all right. So I like the music in it. I like the score. Like just a, just a general music in it. Uh, I mean, it's a good story, love story. Um, uh, you know, one of like, uh, like James mentioned earlier, one of the iconic moments, I guess, in Disney animated history with the spaghetti eating scene. Which an interesting yeah. note on that. Yep. At least one of the things I was reading, Walt Disney was almost didn't even want to put that scene in there. I, I did know, read that somewhere. Yeah. He, he was, he was against putting the scene in it. So I've heard so. that before. Yeah. 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 So shows how much he knows. Yeah. <laughs> Just step back there, Mr. Disney. Let us do our jobs. Um, so, so at the end of it, our you know I gave it an eighty-four. Um, eighty-four. Which I don't know where that comes in as far as out of all my movies, but it's it's right now in the top uh, five. You number five, I think, right? It's your lowest rated movie in the nineteen fifties thus far. <laughs> Since Cinderella, uh, yeah, but it's also no, no. Highest, I gave I gave Alice highest. in Wonderland a seventy-two. Yeah, I said this is your lowest. Eighty-four. Yeah. Since oh, yeah, Cinderella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. And it's, gotcha. It's, 
it's his highest in 1955. <laughs> it's my, yeah, it's a highest rated movie of 50, 1955. Yeah, it is my, well, it's my, what, second or third, third lowest in the Silver Age, I guess you could say. But I think it's top five so far. It won't last because there's some great ones coming up. But I enjoyed it. 84 is a pretty good score. Yeah. Right. I would watch it again. I'd recommend it. Okay. So, who wants Cody, to go next? next? Uh, sure. Uh, I'll go next for a change. I usually go last. I'll go next. Um, man, there were, you brought up music. Um, and I would say that the, the Bella Note song, this is the night, uh, whatever the actual title of the song is. Bella Note. Bella Note. Great song. That song's phenomenal. Um, and what, that helps really song. build that scene um it, it means a beautiful night in italian yeah um but man that that song in the dog pound where they're all just crying for for like three minutes straight the dogs <laughs> i was like oh, okay <laughs> we get it <laughs> the dogs are sad they're sad they're dog Corey's not a big Cody's not a big fan of whiners apparently <laughs> <laughs> quit uh, whining I just it was too much it, like I had like the window open in the living room while we were watching this movie. I was like man the neighbors are going to think I'm abusing my dog like it was <laughs> so much crying um, and so that just you brought up music and so it made me think of that because I didn't right. bring it up earlier uh I'm I'm rating this a 68. 68. Yeah. 68. You really don't like those cats. <laughs> they're I just really, they're really was, this movie really didn't do much for me. I mean the best part about it was the the Bellanote scene. Um but the rest of it was just you know. Just meh, meh. Yeah. Fair enough. That's cool. So that's your lowest rated one in a, in a quite a bit since the uh, wartime era movies. Yeah. Yep. So mine is a little bit better than that. <laughs> <laughs> I did enjoy the movie. It wasn't one of my favorites, but I liked it better than some of the others that we've seen so far. And I gave it a solid 86. 86. Wow. 86. James gave it the highest. We got an average of 79.33. Old timers are holding on to nostalgia. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so let's see. That's a, what, a 18 point difference between you and Cody. Yep. So not too 18. bad. All right. 18. Yeah. Okay. Let's share some of, uh, let's see. So Amber, uh, she didn't send really any notes with it. She just sent me a rating. She gave it, gave it a 79. Okay. Uh, so closer to us than to Cody. And then uh, Marsha gave it the highest out of all of us. She gave it an 89. Yes. So I knew she was uh, going to give it a high rating. Yeah. But she also said about the spaghetti scene, I think her words were, it's kind of cheesy. Really? So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't see any Parmesan on that spaghetti. Yeah. It was just straight <laughs> marinara and meatballs marinara on that. And, meatballs. and it really yeah. wasn't even that saucy either. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's the word she said. Not literally cheesy, but you know that. So, um, so I have to ask her what she meant. They were kind of skimping on the the marinara. Maybe, yeah, yeah. they yeah. were. So they were. Um, 
so yeah, that's uh, Lady and the Tramp. Uh, our next one, number 16 in the animated Disney movie list, is going to be Sleeping Beauty. Uh, it's been a while, I think, since I've seen Sleeping Beauty. Isn't there a non-consensual kiss in that movie as well? There might be. I don't know. Let me see. And, and couldn't you argue attentive murder also? <laughs> just just saying. Attempted murder is okay. Okay. It's a fairy tale. <laughs> so uh, let me see. Sleeping Beauty. I'm opening it up now. Details. It doesn't give any warning. So really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so we'll be talking about Sleeping Beauty next. It's a preview of some of the ones we got coming up. Sleeping Beauty, 101 Dalmatians, The Sword in the Stone. Uh, I like that one. Yeah, I, I haven't I seen that one. I don't know if I've ever seen that one. Ever. So I'm excited to watch that one. The Jungle Book, The Aristocats, and Robin Hood. I like that's, Robin Hood. That's our. That's some of our next ones coming up. The, the, the two I'm most excited to see in the list that's coming up soon is Sword in the Stone, because I haven't seen it forever. And the Black Cauldron, because I haven't seen that one in forever. So I've never seen that one. Never seen. So I don't know if I've seen that one either. And then after the Black Cauldron comes the Great Mouse Detective, Oliver and Company, and then we start moving into some of those that I think are going to be probably fairly high on our list: The Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Lion they, King. They better be uh, Hercules, uh, Mulan, Tarzan, etc. Dinosaur, does, uh, classic. When does What's Fox and the Hound coming? Uh, Fox and the Hound is, uh, it goes, let's see, we got Sleep Beauty, 101, Sword and Stone, Jungle Book, Aristocats, Robin Hood, The Mini Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, The Rescuers, and then The Fox and the Hound, right before The Black Cauldron. Oh, see, I, I feel like I'm going to have a good little stint there with uh, Winnie the Pooh, Rescuers, and Fox and the Hound. And then what about when you get to Rescuers Down Under? You know, I've actually never seen Down Under. Oh, okay. Me either. I remember watching The Rescuers quite a bit, though, when I was younger. I really liked The Rescuers. Yeah. And Winnie yeah. the Pooh is a classic. You can't go wrong with Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. yeah. I remember seeing The Fox and the Hound in the theater. I'm just ready for, for crying. One. There we go. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think when, once we get to that one, I think that's going to be very highly rated for Marsha. I think she's a huge Fox and the Hound fan. So I, yeah. I remember liking that one quite a bit when I was a kid. Yeah. So I'm excited to watch that one again. So there we go. That's our next uh, coming up. Uh, we That's shared... like two months away at this point. If we're lucky. Yeah. Yeah. The end of the summer. So we'll see. Um, so yeah, there, there it is. Um, Lady and the Tramp. If you haven't seen it, check it out. If you're offended by Siamese cats, just fast forward through that part. But uh, Meow. there you go. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, Cody, do you want to move on to your Cody's corner? Or do you want to do the random first? <laughs> oh, I wish I was recording the video on that one. <laughs> Who do you, when you do that, you remind me of uh, something Jim Carrey used to do uh, back when he first started out in his comedy thing. Uh, I think Fire Marshal Bill. Yeah, maybe. Fire Marshal Bill, maybe, when he was not in Living Color. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fire Marshal James. So. <laughs> Side note on uh, Jim Carrey, real quick. I uh, I was just flipping channels. Um, it's I think I'm in the the minority on this, but his movie. Um, dang it! I just went blank. Um, the Truman Show. Um, I love that movie. I don't know it's why. A good movie. That's a good I, movie. It, 
it's on it and it. I'm not doing anything, I sit there and I watch it. Yeah. yeah. It's a good one. It's it, it's a movie that really makes you think. Yeah. And it was kind of before the whole reality TV thing kicked off, you know, it was kind of before it's time. Yeah. Uh, so maybe we can blame the Truman show for all these stupid reality TV shows, but um, <laughs> I, it was, I don't know. I just, I think it's a good story. Good. You know, how, how millions of people can be enthralled on watching the life of this one person on TV. And then B E a beautiful. <laughs> good morning. Uh, in case I don't <laughs> see it. Good afternoon. Good evening. And good night. Hey, that's a good sign off. There you go. <laughs> we'll steal it from the Truman show. So. All right, let's, let's, let's get into Cody's Corner, which Cody's still working on the theme song, I think. Still working on the theme song. Oh, come so. on. Give us a snippet. Maybe we'll have that by the end of the summer. Yeah, I, that's a good timeline. All right. <laughs> um, Cody's been busy. Cody's been busy. Yeah. He doesn't have much studio time. So. Yeah. so Cody's Corner, you want to explain to Cody's Corner for those that don't know? Yeah, so it's something that we just started doing. Uh, so this is going to be week two of Cody's corner episode segment two, uh, whatever you want to call it. Uh, so basically what Cody's corner is, is I propose a question or topic of discussion to James and Jason, and then I'll weigh in as well. Uh, and typically they'll be going into it blind it, it's meant to just be fun spontaneous give me whatever answer pops into your head first um and sometimes i throw, throw a little twist in like this last week um i prompted them ahead of time uh and i said if you had a tombstone at the haunted mansion what would it say because at the haunted mansion they have all these little clever tombstones that are funny you can spend time reading them while you're in the line just these little gags you know they rhyme with the person's name or so or so forth and so uh so, jason and james if you had a tombstone at the haunted mansion what would it say <laughs> here before before we share ours uh let's see if i can find i was gonna find some at disneyland that uh oh yes that they have um let's see for reference I see Leota, tomb, Leota Tombs, Dear Sweet Leota, Beloved by All in Regions Beyond Now, Having a Ball. Um, Bill Martin, here, here lies a man named Martin. The lights went out on this old Spartan. Uh, rest, Gordon Williams, rest in peace, good friend Gordon. Now you've crossed the River Jordan. Uh, Mark Davis, in memory of our patriarch, dear departed Grandpa Mark. Uh, Claude Coates, uh, at peaceful rest lies Brother Claude planted here beneath this sod uh yell gracie master gracie laid to rest no morning please at his request farewell so that's kind of what cody was getting at uh um, yeah so uh those are a few of the more popular ones um so it says here there's 13 of them but this article was back in 2011 i don't know if they've added more um who knows so there we go. That's where it's at. Uh, James came up with some. I came up with some. I think Cody came up with one for himself. We actually had a listener chime in and said, hey, I've got one for Cody, which happened to be my sister, Amber. Nice. Uh, so, nice. Yeah. Uh, so she, she sent me a text. So I'll share that one. Do you want to start with that one? Yes. All right. Yeah. So, yep. so she, she sent me a text. It was about, uh, we were talking about Tokyo Disneyland and she said, Oh, also I've got a, I've got a tombstone for Cody at the haunted mansion. It would read, Rest in peace, Cody Jackson, 
he rode Splash Mountain and he didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously she's, uh, it doesn't rhyme, but obviously she's listening to the episode. I, I love it. You <laughs> and Splash Mountain in the lap bar. So uh, uh, I think we could, we could move that one from the Haunted Mansion to Splash Mountain, maybe. Put it at the end of the drop. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, you know, they're right there next to each other. I flew out yeah. of the log and landed next door at the Haunted Mansion. There you go. So thank you, Amber, for sending that in. No, yes. that that ride is the reason I have trust issues. It's all happy <laughs> and go lucky, and then thunder starts crashing, and yeah, the vultures are It's all zippity doo dah until it's not. So. Yeah. What a bunch of lies, man. <laughs> all right. Who wants to go first? Uh, thank you, Amber. <laughs> thank you, Amber. All right, I'll go. I'll, All right. I'll, I'll give All my right. own way. This one was hard for me because it, it was hard for me to find stuff that rhymed with Jason. Uh, so I don't know if you guys found – I know James did. I think James might have one about me. So, uh, well, I've got several. <laughs> <laughs> so his are, his are probably going to be way better than mine on my stuff. So. so my first one, I actually have two. Uh, it says, here lies good old Jason. He was still talking Disney in his hospitalization. Oh, nice. So, so I, nice. I had to, I I had to, I had to Google that one. I was like, what rhymes with Jason? And then the first thing that popped up was hospitalization. So that was, uh, uh, that was actually a good, a good rhyme. Yeah. Bring so, in the title of the podcast there. there you go. Fantastic. And then the second one I was thinking kind of related to nowadays, uh, here lies poor old Jason. Maybe he should have got that vaccination. <laughs> <laughs> Those are great. Nice. <laughs> I think we could just end the show right now. Wow. So now uh, now I don't feel so good, good about mine. Uh, yours is going to be great. So that, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what that took. That took about five hours of at work, just writing down things. And I was like, no, that one doesn't work. I crumbled off the piece of paper. I throw it in the corner. And uh, so, so those are my two. Uh, those are, those are very good. All right. I'm glad you guys like them. <laughs> Mine are so stupid. <laughs> no, no. Oh, but they're funny. They're All funny. Right. Let's hear them. I think they're funny. Okay. Is it my turn? Yeah. yeah go ahead. Whoever wants to go. Since it's Cody's corner, he gets to go last. Okay. So the first one's for myself, which is pretty stupid, but I'll go ahead and read it. Ah, <clears throat> oh, he's got a, he's got a clear yes. stuff. I've got to clear my throat. I've got to work on the timing of this yeah. because the timing is crucial on these. Crucial. Okay. So we'll be quiet. Okay. So here lies Mr. Dodge. His first name was James. He met an untimely death when he slipped in the rain. There you go. Nice. nice. Don't go to Disneyland when it rains. <laughs> okay. Can I read a couple more? Yeah. yeah. Go for it. Okay. So this one, we need to pause for a second just in case Jason wants to edit this part out. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure how family friendly this is going to be, but so this is in reference done, to something. When we're done, we'll pause it for a little, for like yes, five seconds. Right after we're done, we'll pause it again. Yeah. This is in reference to something <laughs> Jason said last week. Uh, I don't know uh -oh. if we were recording, but it was, it, the three of us were on there talking. So, <clears throat> okay. Here lies Jason Coley. He was hoping to live much more. He died in a freak electrical accident shortly after calling Alexa a whore. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> oh. 
Okay, I like I've got it. two more. I've got uh, two more. Okay. Uh, that was gold. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, man, we're, supposed to pause. we're supposed to pause for a second in case we edit that out, right? <laughs> uh, yep. I'm going to put that on a plaque. Pause. Okay, go ahead. You can put that after the credits. <laughs> okay, so here's a couple for Cody. <clears throat> Here lies Cody Jackson. His middle name is Max. Your middle name is Max, right? Yeah. Cody Max. Okay, I just you're, make you're sure. Like, you're like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's, okay, okay it's let me start over. Let me start over. Constantine. <laughs> Here lies Cody Jackson. His middle name is Max. He met an untimely ending while riding on horseback. There's one. I thought okay. there was going to be something in there with an axe. No, 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 no. Okay, this next one, I have to work on the timing of it because it's kind of okay. long and, and detailed, but this goes along with last episode also. Okay. <clears throat> these are these are obituaries, not tombstones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just about. Okay, okay. Here lies Cody Jackson. A finer man couldn't be found, they said. When his wife caught him watching the mermaids... In Peter Pan, she shot him dead. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's all all I got. (laughs) Nice. Cody, you're up. (laughs) Okay. Hey, maybe, Um, maybe, uh, maybe if I do include mine in there, I'll do a little warning like Disney does on Disney plus, you know? Yeah. This wasn't right there. It's not, <laughs> it's right, not right today. <laughs> <laughs> but we're putting it in so we can spark a discussion. <laughs> there you go. All right, go ahead, Cody. Okay. Um, I really liked this one. It's not very long. Um, I thought it was fun. It says, here lies Cody, found at the bottom of the pool because he forgot his floaty. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. All right. <laughs> I liked that one. That is a All good right. one. So you got any more, Cody? No, that, that was oh, it. You, you know, <laughs> you strike gold and you just, you quit. You just stop right. right there. <laughs> so if anybody listening out there has any that you want to share, either of yourself or for someone else or cool ones, you can uh, send them to us. Uh, Talking Disney podcast at gmail.com and we will share them on a future episode. So that was I fun. To, I have to say that was a fun assignment yeah. to work on. <laughs> I'm glad so, you enjoyed it. I'm liking so Cody's next, corner. Next episode, Cody's going to give us another. Uh, this one we don't need to be prompted on, so it's going to be a surprise to us. Um, and I'm looking forward to I, I'll, I'll admit when last uh, when the episode that we first started doing this, I was a little nervous. I was a little scared what Cody was going to ask. and uh, But it's fun. I like it. Yeah. Like it. No, it's not meant to catch anyone off guard or anything like that just a fun little quick thing and this one i gave more of a a lead time on for you guys because i wanted you guys to think about it come up with some good ones use your creativity so i you know it'd be hard to come up with something like that on the spot while we're in the middle of recording you know so yeah yeah you had a good couple weeks to think it over yeah definitely all right. So next uh, next episode, we'll do our uh, segment three of Cody's Corner. Maybe you'll have a theme song by then. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> but maybe maybe James will have one done for him where he yeah. can do his Fire Marshal yep. Bill impression. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right. Well, let's move on to our, uh, I guess it'll be our final segment before we uh, share some social media and get out of here for the night. Um, I, our random Disney A to Z. This is the Disney A to Z random entry. Yeah. And I'll explain it real quick. If you don't know what it is, random A to Z uh, or Disney A to Z, the official encyclopedia written by uh, Mr. Dave Smith, uh, who has uh, passed away a couple years ago, but it's basically the encyclopedia of Disney. Anything you want to know, um, you got any, want to look something up and it's usually in there. Um, and what we do is we, uh, we choose a random page and a random entry and we sh- just share an entry from, uh, from his book, uh, which if you want to look at it and you don't want to buy it, you can go to d23.com, um, search for, uh, Disney A to Z and you can look at all the entries online. Uh, I have the books where I'm, I'm reading the, or I'm in the fifth edition. Now I have the other four editions sitting on my, in my bookcase behind me, uh, cause it is probably one of. Uh, if not my favorite uh, books, Disney-related books anyways. So so here we'll go. We'll spin the wheel. And it looks like it stopped on page 582. So let me turn to page 582 here. 581, 82. All right, let me count these entries. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. So we have 13 entries on this page. And what I'll do is I'll let one of my co-hosts select a number between 1 and 13. That's the random part, the the page and the number. They have no idea uh, what it is um, or what's on the page. I'll tell you it is in the letter P section. So um, who wants to choose? I did it last time. So James, you take this okay, one. Maybe if it's a oh. short one, I'll, I'll Cody can pick another number and we'll share two of them tonight. So. All right. There you go. Let's go with number six. All right. One, two, three, four, five, six. All right. This is a very short one. It is on Karen Pendleton. She was a Mouseketeer from the 1950s TV show. That's all it says about her. <laughs> if you want to find out more about Karen Pendleton, maybe you can... Uh, well, Google, thanks, Dave. Google her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that was six. I'm going to share number seven because I'm, I'm I'm looking at it now, and it's a couple of days ago I was on Facebook, and this store happened to come up. Um, it's called Pendleton Woolen Mills Dry Goods Store. It was a shop in Frontierland that was there from July 18, 1955, to April 29, 1990. It was one of the longest-running original participants of Disneyland popular for its heavy woolen and leather goods. It later became the Bonanza Outfitters. So it was called cool. the Pendleton Woolen Mills Dry Goods Store. Um, and if you, uh, I saw some pictures of it, save, save the pictures for a later. I'm going to, I think I'm going to do a little research on it, write a little article about it. So uh, so there's probably a chance that you've been in that store, right? I, I mean, if it would close yeah, in 1990, in 1990, I mean, I, I've, I, Probably I, have been in there, but yeah. I don't remember it. <laughs> I don't remember specifically, but I know I've been in it because it's, I know where, where, where it was and I know I've walked through there. So, right. um, so Cody, you want to pick a number and uh, we'll share another quick one. Sure. I'll do three. three. Oh, funny. You do three. It ties oh. into today's episode. It is, oh. it is Peg, the vampish dog in the dog pound in lady and the Tramp, voiced by Peggy Lee. Oh, uh, wow. 
Your when favorite, I, your favorite scene of the show. <laughs> now, when I see her though, when I, I was watching the movie and the first thing I saw when I saw Peg, like kind of, she, I was like, she looked high. She kind of, she kind of had a weird thing about her. So, um, yeah, oh, yeah, you know what she reminds me. I, I won't say. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna need to put that disclaimer in here again. So, so there you go. I was, uh, I was hoping. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. When you when I was counting, I was like, maybe maybe they'll pick ten, which happened to be the Penny Arcade, oh. uh, Main Street in Disneyland. That'd have been a good one. So, yep. so there is our random Disney A to Z from the official encyclopedia by Mister Dave Smith. So, very good. There we there we go. Um, so let me. Uh, oh, we did want to give a couple shout outs, right, Cody? Indeed. Do you want to do them? You take. You do it. All right. I'll so, uh, all right. So we do. Uh, we did start a Patreon account a while ago, uh, and we got uh, a new. I guess it's, they're called patrons. We're gonna. We're gonna start yeah. prob- probably in the next month or two. Really, kind of hitting that hard, giving them some special stuff. Uh, but for right now, we do want to give them a shout out. Uh, Gordon Gridley uh, signed up as a patron, and that happens to be Cody's father-in-law. Yes, indeed. Uh, so thank you very much for uh, thinking you. of us. And uh, the uh, other patron I wanted to shout out tonight was Mr. Jamie Lund. Uh, he's a friend of mine from the military. Um, I want to say he lives in Iowa now. Um, he's a big uh, he's a big Disney fan. He goes down to Disney World quite a bit. He's actually a runner, so he used to run in all the the the, the, the Disney marathons, kind of like you guys did. Uh, well, that's a running's a pretty loose <laughs> term for what we did. Kind of, <laughs> kind of, <laughs> kind of <laughs> liberal definition of it. If we're if we're gonna be correct, if we uh, it was the 10k, not the marathon. Oh, okay, uh, Jamie, I, I, I don't Jamie, know if I could have mustered more than the 10k that yeah, day. I, I did the half marathon three times, but yeah, the guy on crutches was passing me so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jamie's a runner. Jamie's a runner and a golfer. So um, I, I need to get one of those bikes when I do a marathon. <laughs> yeah. So we appreciate it guys. And uh, we are going to, like I said, we are going to start. Yeah. Uh, we need to push it. I see hitting. our goal on there is when we reach our first goal of 15, mm-hmm. we will have a giveaway. I'm yeah. thinking of signing up just to help us get there. I want to see what the giveaway's for. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Uh, so thank you very much guys. We really do. Yes, thank Besides you. you listening. Yes. We, we appreciate it. And like I said, uh, keep an eye out for some, some bigger things coming from Patreon. So, uh, all right, well, that's all I got. Let's share some social media with you guys. Um, and then we'll, we'll get ready to get out of here. If you want to check us out when you're not listening to us on your streaming devices, you can like us on Facebook at talking Disney podcast, follow us on Twitter at talking Disney, follow us on Instagram at talking Disney podcast. You can email us talking Disney podcast at gmail.com. Any comments, questions, ideas for shows. If you want to share some of your thoughts on our show, like if you want to throw in your uh, tombstones for Cody's corner, uh, or if you want to answer any Cody's corners questions uh, that we may come up or that Cody may come up with, uh, shoot us an email and you can check out our website, www.talkingdisneypodcast.com where we will always load the show uh, before it makes its way out to the, the various streaming services like uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, uh, iHeartRadio, etc. So that's our social media. You guys got anything else before we get out of here for the night? I think I'm good. That's all I got. 
So there you go. All right. So next episode, we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit Disney news. We're gonna talk about Sleeping Beauty, and we'll have a brand new uh, Cody's Corner and a random Disney A to Z. So awesome. Um, can't wait. Can't wait. So until then, um, thanks for checking us out. Like I always say, we really do appreciate it. Um, yes. We have fun. So uh, we're glad you guys are here having fun with us. Uh, all the way from California to Japan, we got people that listen to us. So uh, Awesome. That's awesome. Uh, granted, the J- Japan one happens to be my sister, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we still we still appreciate we'll, it. We'll take the listeners however we yep. can get them. Yeah. So, and and once she moves back to uh, the United States, we will no longer have anybody in Japan listening. She, she's got to convert a couple people. Before You'll have she to leaves. spread the word. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll you need to send to... her little like uh, postcards with our yeah. podcast on it. She can just go. start leaving it in people's little, doors. Little stickers she can just put everywhere in Japan. There you go. I wonder if she get arrested for that. I don't know. Uh, we'll find out. So thank you very much. Uh, yes. And uh, thank you. So that's all I got. So. Um, Until next time, we will uh, talk to you later. Bye. See ya. Keep it real. Yeah, folks. And me and my pals hope you had a swell time. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Mickey? Uh-huh? It's that time. Uh, What time is that, Minnie? Oh, (laughs) Goofy? Huh? Oh. Now Now it's time time to say goodnight to all our company. M-I-C See you real soon It's always Mickey Mouse K-E-Y Why? Because Because we we like you Be careful getting home. <laughs> <laughs>